Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome along to another edition of Going Greyhounds. What a night it was at Whitworth Park on Saturday night. Of course, we saw 10 fabulous heats of the Golden Easter Egg without question. The, the highlight of the night was She's a Pearl. On a on a night where times weren't overly fast, she blew the, the hands off the clock with a brilliant performance. Good odds cash was terrific chasing her. Fantastic Raven was excellent as well. There was a there was a, a lot to like about the night and it's shaping up to be an excellent Saturday night this week with four semis of the Golden Easter egg. We'll also see uh semi finals of the Magic Maiden series tomorrow night at Whitworth Park, Heats of the New Sensation, Big Night on Friday night, and then of course Heats of the Association Cup on Saturday and what a race that's shaping up to be as well. Might be one of the great staying races we've seen in this country for a long, long time. It was a big weekend last weekend. We'll chat with a couple of the, the leading players from, from last Saturday night and we'll have a look at this weekend's semi-finals as well. Our first guest this morning will be Jason McKay, who prepares Fantastic Raven as she was terrific winning her heat at Wentworth Park last And they're racing now. From the middle, Fantastic Raven bounced out fast. Will lead at the first turn from Aston Lavinia and Connection. She's having some trouble getting across and she's in trouble now. Zara's Ivan around the outside, Render third, Hyperventilate fourth. They're followed then by Redeem Our Cash. Good odds, Emma Well back with Connections and All Knows. But it is Fantastic Raven at the home turn. She's dashed away, opened up six lengths. Zara's Ivan into second, but Fantastic Raven runs them into the ground. Fantastic Raven beats. Redeem our cash. Close photo third. So much at stake too. Zara's there we had Fantastic Raven winning her heat of the Golden Easter Egg on Saturday night. We're joined by her trainer now, Jason McKay. Good morning to you, Jace. Thanks a lot, Matty. Yeah, all good, mate. How did she pull up from the run? She was terrific there on Saturday night, wasn't she? Yeah, no, she was good all the way, sort of straight on the bunny and sort of extended. And nice sections, nice and strong too. So pulled up a treat. Matty just coming back off a couple of them hard. 600s and a bit of a, a bit of a travel out that way, but she's a freak till the truth. Yeah, I was going to touch on that. Obviously, she had the the couple of 600 meter runs through the country classic series where she was outstanding in the final behind zipping Kyrgios. Did you do a lot with her in between the the final of the country classic and her heat win last week? Just the normal routine, Maddie. Whether it was a 200 or a 700, they did a lot of walking and a lot of free galloping, and that don't change for any race. Yeah, very good and. Was there any sort of? I know she's a very fast beginner. Was was there any sort of concern coming back to the five twenty that, with a bit of speed in that race, that they might be a bit sharp for her to the first turn, or were, or were you always confident that she'd be able to keep them at bay? Uh, pretty confident, Maddie. She's got that good play to begin in most times. That's why she's won twenty races plus because she's always in front. So that's the forte when she can get it right. If she gets it right again, I'd say she can she can. Bring, Complete with most of them out of year. And I suppose the, the the pleasing aspect is, like you mentioned, if she gets the start right, because she's had those couple of starts at 600 metres, you're always going to be confident she's going to be super strong at the end of the 5.20. Yeah, hard to run down once she dictates turn. That's a, Maddie, let's be serious, that's a pet distance 5.20, the 600. She's probably not a true 600 metre bitch, but we just chased the money like everyone else did, and we end up getting some. So it worked out good. But now I'm very happy with where she's at. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and leading into the semi-finals this week, do you have a preference for for a box draw? Obviously, her last two, her, yeah. her runs of she's drawn the middle. So, do you have a preference on where you'd like to draw? Most of these big races, boxes play a huge part. But I'm going to say I don't want one. I'd rather the middle four, five, or six, or even seven. Just don't want one. The, the real good beginners can get it wrong off the one. So. Just you'll cop it if we get it, but I'd rather not get it. Yeah, I've heard a few people now say that box one at Wentworth Park's not the the draw that it's that it's made out to be. And in in, in really big races, you look at the million dollar chases and 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 the eggs of of past years, and a lot of winners have come from off the track as well. Yeah, exactly right. Just the one there. Long you've got to be good at the boxes, and if you. Just hear the lure a little bit louder and more, and you anticipate the start. You usually vomit, and so I want to get away from the inside, Matty. Just get up the middle. Not too concerned what draw. Let's be serious. I've just got to try and dodge. She's the pearl. That's all. You you can't get no more air, air, airborne than she was. She was super, mate. Yeah, she is absolutely flying, and it's a beautiful segue into our mechanic who was third behind. She's a pearl on Saturday night. Firstly, how did how did he come through that run? Yeah, no, he's okay. He just he got his momentum stopped by Frankie Hurst's bitch. She's a um, the cash bitch going through the first corner. He was in a good position, then he come out in a bad position. He had to get wide. He worked to the line okay, but he's much much better than that. He's I think he run about thirty and fifteen, which is very average. I think he could slice a lot off that, but he's one of those fair lumps of things, Matty. You, you can't stop and start him, or, or it's not what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, momentum, a momentum dog. For sure, and once inside too, Matty, tell the truth. Yeah, well, well, hopefully he can draw inside, and and leading into the rest of the series, who's the, who's the 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 one or two greyhounds that uh, are, are the ones that uh, are, that you're going going to need to be to to be a big factor. Well, obvious it's shoes of pearl. She's everyone's pick, and deservedly so. I think Idolise is a nice up and comer. Got good credentials that went in and got that good burn, so I, I think she's a nice bitch on the way out. Yeah, absolutely, and and the the thing that they've both got is they've got a lot of early pace, and and you know, as you know yourself, in them big races, if you're out in front, you're taking luck out of out of play. It, it's a big advantage, isn't it? Very rarely, unless you're zipping barley, you win a big race coming from last in a group one. You've got to be straight to the front or, or pole, real close to being up front and. They usually sort out the prize money, Matty, the, the ones that won too early. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, you won the Easter egg with Sipping Bailey. What would it mean to you to, to win the Easter egg again? Oh, it's, a, it's a huge race. You're local one. I know there's other races took over now with uh, more prize money. Matty, I know that, but I'll tell you what, it's right or high on your calendar winning an Easter egg. Don't worry about it. Very hard to do too, mate. Yeah, absolutely. And... Yeah, the, the, the three-week series, it, 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 sorts, it does sort them out, doesn't it? Yeah, it's everything. It's, you've just got to you've got to be good week one, but you've got to get better week two, and you, you've got to be at your very best week three. Not easy to do, but we'll be trying our best, don't worry. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm sure you've got two terrific chances in Fantastic Raven and our mechanic. Good to talk to you, Jason, and the best of luck to you over the, over the upcoming uh, couple of weeks. Thanks very much, Matty. You're a good man, mate. Cheers, mate. There's Jason McKay, who prepares Fantastic Raven and our mechanic throughout the Golden Easter Egg series. Fantastic Raven, terrific winning her heat 
our mechanic as you just heard a little bit luckless behind the raging favorite for the entire series she's a pearl we'll go for a small little break now on the other side we'll chat with Jeddah Cutlack who prepared Mitchell Street to win his heat on Saturday night what makes a masterpiece a showcase of stallion power the autumn sun blazes in spring A gallery of Group 1 winners. Stronger, too much stronger. An exquisite collection. And yearning 1,000 guineas by a leak. Arrowfield Inglis Easter Draft, our greatest works of art. Find your masterpiece at Arrowfield at Inglis Easter 2022. There's a Royal Race Day that transcends time. World-class racing in the autumn sunshine. Prestige, legacy and a world-class field. On this day, a champion will be revealed. The Championships Day 2, Long Jeans Queen Elizabeth Stakes Day, featuring four Group 1 races, the new wing stand and a spectacular post-race performance by Bjorn again. This is where stories are made. April 9 at Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. Very funny, guys. Oh, come on, mate. Let me in the car. Get in. While Harry's locked out, Tab's locking in their best prices possible on a tote win bet. Activate the lock on the Tab app, and if the fixed odds starting price is better when your horse wins, you'll get the difference in cash. And if your horse doesn't win or the tote price is higher, you can use the lock again. Yep, real fun. Tab, long may we play. Excludes WA residents. Available once per day on eligible online bets. Max odds difference payout $100. TNC's a website. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And they're racing now, and wide out, Chase Me Honey. She began okay. Fergie Pepper away quickly. Mitchell Street out wide, carving over a Nuco girl, pushed up the rail. But Mitchell Street will get across and kicked away, let it by two lengths now on Fergie Pepper getting up on the inside Yuko Girl veered out and interfered with Chase Me Honey, Tor General getting up on the rails, there followed by Do It who's well back from Where's Rocky and Indy Honey at the home corner, it's Mitchell Street quartering by two, Fergie Pepper cut back to the rail, finishes it hard but Mitchell Street clings on Mitchell Street beats Fergie Pepper Chase Me Honey, a luckless third but qualifies for next week and Where's Rocky So there we have Mitchell Street taking out his heat of the Golden Eagle Easter egg on Saturday night. We're joined by his trainer now, Jetta Cutlack. Good morning to you, Jetta. Good morning. You must have been utterly thrilled with Mitchell Street's performance there on Saturday night. Yes, very. Yeah, it was a good run for him. Now, going into the the heat, what were your what was your confidence levels like? Obviously, he drawn off the track. Uh, were you confident going in? Um, look, probably. You know, I was a bit mixed. I thought he'd do well um, and that he should lead him. Um, but, I, you know, I thought it would be hard for him. Obviously, those races are never easy. Um, and he probably did it a bit harder than he could have as well. You know, he didn't begin as well as he could. So to see him, you know, push up and then manage to hold on, um, yeah, it was a nice result. Yeah, obviously, he'd come through the Maitland Cup series prior to that and he showed outstanding speed at the... The 470, and that was what I was going to touch on. Did you expect him to? Because he, he probably didn't nail the start like he like he can do. So as you said, he had to work hard to the first corner. Were you a little bit nervous immediately after the start when he was just that uh, slightly slow to begin? Of course, yeah, and especially out of the eight box, you can't really afford to miss it, um, especially on that track there. Um, but he he doesn't have much experience or any really out of those boxes at the track at Wentworth Park, so. Um, 
you know, disappointed he didn't fly out, but not super surprised. And hopefully next week he nails it a bit easier. I guess that's a that's a positive thing that, that there's some improvement to come, particularly if he gets the start right this week. Yeah, yeah. And how did he how did he come through the the run pulled up okay? Yeah, yeah, no, he's fine. Um, he travels really well, so he's back home now. And yep, same same dog as he always is. And going into the semi-finals, do you have a preference on on what box you would like? I guess most probably prefer to draw closer to the rail. Yeah, of course. I think for him, it's more what's drawn around him and what they do rather than what box he gets. If he does come out like he can. Um, it shouldn't bother him too much whereabouts he is on the track. But, um, yeah, like you said, everyone sort of wants to be close to the rail and he's no exception. Yeah, and with the the travel, do you just bring him down on on Saturday or do you come down a little bit earlier and allow him to settle in? No, he should be fine just coming down on the Saturday. Um, He's a real cruisy dog. He doesn't stress too much or at all and he travels really well um, and he's handled it well, you know, going down to Maitland the last couple of weeks, so hopefully this week's no exception. Now, I guess now he's got a little bit of experience. It, it makes it probably that shade easier. It does, but I'm sure it's going to be a bit of a harder race. <laughs> Not that any of them are easy, so yeah, hopefully hopefully he um, can sort of use last week's run and improve off that. Yeah, and and the semi with the semi-finals this week, is there any greyhounds you are hoping to avoid uh, to, just to make his job a little bit easier trying to qualify for the, the final? Look, it's a hard question. I think they're all pretty good. Um, you know, all the dogs that get through deserve to be there. Um, so, yeah, look, as long as... If we can avoid as much early speed as possible, um, just to give him a good chance to get out early, but if he's got strong ones sitting behind him, he's just as much a risk. So, yeah, I, <laughs> whatever whatever the draw is, we'll deal with it and you know hope for the best yeah and saturday night was a big night for you as well because you won the listed young guns at ipswich with tungsten miss tell me a little bit about her she's a phenomenal dog you know we've had a lot of good luck with her and success i think she's run one eleven of 13 now um she's almost like mitchell street you know she's got really good early speed and that puts her ahead um well, yeah, all the races that she's won, and they just can't seem to catch her yet. So, yeah, no, had a lot of, lot of fun with her. And then looking forward with her is is there plans to travel her in the in the upcoming months? Obviously, there's a lot of big rich races uh, throughout New South Wales, but also plenty of big races up there in Queensland. Do you think you'll get to a point where she'll start to travel uh, down here and 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 chase those big races? Yeah, I mean, with any dog um, that's capable, you know, of running good time and especially with her habit, um, you know, we'd hope that she'd be able to sort of be competitive in a lot bigger races. So if there wasn't anything up here for her, um, yeah, we wouldn't hesitate, you know, travelling with her and giving her a look around the place. Yeah, very good. And and how did you, and, and going away from the, the your, your greyhounds, I suppose, a little bit about you, how did you become involved in, in greyhound racing? Was it something you were born into? No. Um, the first time I actually watched a dog race was probably about four years ago on my first shift at Albion Park. I picked up a casual job in the kennels there, having zero greyhound experience. Um, 
And then, you know, being there for a little while, talking to a couple of trainers, I thought, oh, I might give this a crack. And, um, yeah, just been very lucky to sort of hit the ground running with a good team of dogs, you know, not too far into my career. Um, so, yeah, it kind of just fell on my lap, not something I thought I'd ever be doing, but here we are. <laughs> I said, uh, I... I... Uh, that is the the great thing about greyhound racing. I've I've come from a, a thoroughbred and harness background, and to become a trainer is is particularly nowadays is so much work. But the beauty of greyhound racing, like you said, you'd never seen a greyhound race up until four years ago, and now you're training a, a terrific team, and and you're a live chance of making a golden Easter egg uh, final. It's it's pretty amazing, the greyhound industry and and what young people uh, uh, can do, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I definitely don't take it for granted. <laughs> I, um, even with the Maitland Cup final, you know, you look at the field and you see your name as trainer next to other names that you've been following and always sort of looked up to or thought, oh, wow, you know, like they're a good trainer. And then to be sort of amongst them, yeah, we've just been very lucky, very thankful um, for the dogs that I have in the kennel at the moment. And hopefully that continues. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it will. And of course, all trainers have a race they would love to win. Most, it's, it's just a Group One race. Do you have a particular race you would love to be victorious in? Look, honestly, I haven't thought about it too much. Um, you know, it never gets old. Even the young guns on Saturday, the kennel staff joked, "Oh, you're winning another one." But you know, each one sort of means as much as as the other obviously the easter egg the trophy's pretty fancy looking so i wouldn't mind that <laughs> sitting at home i'm sure the owners wouldn't either um but yeah i mean like i said it's still hard to believe that we're in these sorts of races so i haven't really had just time to sit down and think about <laughs> which one to tick off the list just lucky to be there yeah absolutely and yeah that easter egg trophy would look good wouldn't it <laughs> yeah and will you come down on saturday night with with mitchell street um, not this week. Um, we've got another sort of hopefully strong team heading to Ipswich on Saturday. Um, so I'll stay home, you know, prepare those those dogs and hopefully have success in both states again like we did last week. Yeah, that would be that would be ideal. And then you can come down for the big night the following week. Oh, yeah, can't miss that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, Jenna. Well, good luck firstly on, on Saturday night. Hopefully, for one, Mitchell Street draws a nice box for you and then he can run uh, a, a perfect race, get get the luck, and, and we can see what he can do on Saturday night. So the best of luck to you and, and all the best for the future. I'm sure we'll speak again soon. Thank you very much. Thanks. Keep track of all the meetings. There's plenty of outstanding racing at headquarters on Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday night this week. And, of course, the Million Dollar Chase the heats, they start this Thursday as well with a couple of heats at DAPTO on Thursday night. The podcast will be out early this afternoon. Till next week, take care, enjoy yourself and find many winners.